Welcome to the Spotlight, featuring your host, Crystal Hickerson. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Spotlight. Tonight, the Spotlight is shining on Quincy, the host of the Talk to Q radio show. What's up, Quincy? How are you? Welcome to the Spotlight. I am doing well. Honored to be here. Thanks for having me, Crystal. Oh, you're very welcome. Well, first of all, I uh, want everyone to know that Q, his name is Quincy, and um, he has a radio show on Blog Talk Radio, and it's called Talk to Q. And Q, tell us about your show, and how did it come into fruition? Uh, well, the show is a, it's, it's basically a spot for adults to get together and rant about different topics, whether it's a current events topic, relationships, sports, politics, and more. Um, however, I guess what makes the show different than some of the other shows you may hear is that it's not about me. Um, I'm not the star of the show. The callers are the star. They get to call in, voice their opinion, and have their, you know, 15 minutes of, of fame, so to speak, to discuss interesting topics that's going on across the country. And um, I think the concept of the show kind of came, well, my show kind of started with a blog first. I have a blog called thankyou.me, and I was blogging, and I got a lot of followers, and I had a lot that I wanted to say, and I just wanted to reach more people. So um, talk show host was something I've always wanted to do, and I said, you know what? What the heck? I'll see if I can start one up and maybe do an episode or two. And that episode or two has turned into um, what will soon be 500 in a couple of weeks. Wow. That's amazing. So you, um, when you began the show, how did it, you know, how did you decide, okay, I'm going to do a show and what did you have to do? We have a lot of people who, you know, they listen to the shows and they go, I wonder how they get that going. How does that work? And, and what do you have to do? So for you, you went from, you had your blog and it was successful and you said, I want to do a radio show. So what happened then? Where did you, where did you go to find Blog Talk Radio finally? Um, basically just Googling. Um, I consider myself a Google master. Uh, there's nothing I can't find. And so I wanted more information. So I went through a couple of venues to figure out which one would be the right platform for me. And Blog Talk Radio just seemed to kind of fit what I needed because I wasn't trying to do anything super big because this is a, was essentially a hobby when I first started. I just wanted to do a show or two just to say that I did it, have a couple of people listen and tell me what they thought about it. And um, so I went there and it seemed like everything they had fit what I needed. And over time, the show just evolved after those first couple of episodes became somewhat popular. And um, because I had a blog following, I had a lot of uh, people who read my blog who were, who were, they were finding the radio show. Um, and it just grew from there and I decided to keep going and say maybe I'll do 10 episodes and maybe I'll do 25 and on and on but uh, it was just a matter of doing a little research but it only took me a couple of days to, to settle on Blog Talk Radio and I uh, realized that's where I wanted to be. Now you have a good voice for radio is um, 
Is radio or communication something that you took in the past? Like, did you have any experience or education in this line of work? First of all, I'm blushing over here. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely not. I had, um, okay. I did not, you know, major in mass communications or anything like that. Uh, it was simply just, well, first of all, English is my best subject. So I guess that kind of helped me out. Um, but it was just something I enjoyed doing. Uh, it started off with a data entry job that I got um, when I was around 25 years old. And the reception was pretty bad in the place where I worked. So the AM stations came in a lot better than FM. So I started listening to AM radio. And that's where I started picking up talk shows. And, you know, I really got interested. And I look forward to hearing the different talk shows every day from sports to politics. And when the internet started to really blow up and all of these opportunities became available, I said, you know what, I can do this. I've heard enough talk radio in my day where I know I can conduct my own show. And um, I just went from there. So how do you come up with your topics? And you have, um, it's very unique the way you do your show. Uh, you, you don't have just one main, you have a main topic, but you also have other little topics. How did you come up with that kind of uh, outline for your show? Uh, well, as I say on this show all the time in the introduction, my style is very unorthodox in nature. And to me, sometimes, you know, you just don't want to focus on one thing for a show. And I listened to other shows on Blog Talk Radio before I got started. And most people would just, would just have one topic. And I mean, that was good, but I wanted to do more because I thought I could attract more listeners if I had more of a variety. Mm -hmm. And I also kind of wanted that, that round table action and that would require just kind of hitting people with different things. So um, it didn't take long for the show to kind of branch out into something where it was something for everybody. You know, even if you're not necessarily really familiar with one topic, there's bound to be something that we'll discuss over the course of, you know, 90 minutes that you're going to be interested in talking about and may have a valued opinion on. Well, you know, I have, um, I've listened to Talk to Q and I, I love it and I go there all the time and I actually, I look Thank forward to, to going to his show because it is, it is unique. It is different, and it is like sitting down, I'm just listening, I'm either listening, feel like I'm watching, you know, a talk show, and it's, it, you know, it all, also feels like I'm just there with, uh, with friends, and I know you say that in your intro, which is so perfect, because that's what I feel like. I feel like I'm just sitting around with a bunch of friends, and we're just chatting, and it, that's why I keep coming back, and I'm sure that's why a lot of your audience keeps coming back. Well, thank you, and, and that's definitely what I wanted um, because over time as people started calling in consistently I, I mean I, I introduce people simply because you know there's always a new listener out there who doesn't know everyone's voice but all of you have called in enough to where you know each other's voices you know and you know so much about each other for the hundreds of shows that you've done together so it does feel like family you know, I mean, I, I, and I feel like that you guys have actually made the show more so than anything that I've done. I couldn't have done it without you because the show is about the people. And so when you have that consistency from the callers and from the most consistent callers who are dubbed show legends, which you're, you are one yourself, um, it's just this type of this type of group sensation that you get whenever we call in. 
And it's almost as if we're all just at a bar sitting around and talking noise about whatever it is that comes up. And it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and I'm usually drinking. (laughs) (laughs) That helps. (laughs) I'm at a bar by myself anyway. (laughs) With other people around. So I'm not really drinking by myself, guys. (laughs) Well... You know, okay, for those of you who don't know what he was just saying regarding show legends, that is a unique, um, kind of a special listener. So, Q, tell us about the show legends, and how did that come about in your mind to say, you know what, I'm going ha- to name these people, or I'm going to give them a special spot, and can anyone be a show legend? And anyone can be a show legend, but of course it takes a little work. Um, now, I'm a Scorpio. So, and Scorpios are normally loyal people, all right? And I'm the type of person who I like to recognize um, consistency within a person, especially when it's something that's benefiting me. So, I, I just sat around and it just hit me one day. I'm like, I have a certain group of people who call my show every single time I'm on the air. What can I do to show them love, to show them that I appreciate them calling into the show? So what came to my mind is like I have to give them a title. I have to dub them as something to let them know that, hey, even though I appreciate all callers, you are like my bread and butter because I can always rely on you all. And so that's where the show legend idea kind of came came about. And I wanted to feature my most consistent callers because they've called into so many episodes or they've really contributed to the show's growth, um, you know, by participating on Twitter or Facebook or helping, you know, my show gain exposure. And so I had to really try to think of something that's going to make them stand out above everyone and say, hey, I love all my callers, but the show legends, it takes something really special to achieve that month. Right. You know, we have like um, notches on our bar stools. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So so we're there consistently. (laughs) You you know what? Um, you know, there's also something uh, really cool about your show, and and when I came into the show, it almost felt like a boys' club, and and I, I say that as actually as a compliment because um, the guys you don't see a lot of shows that have guys just kind of hanging out and talking about male issues, and or at least from a male perspective, and you guys do, and not only do you do that just with every other topic, but you also have um, you have a sports section? Tell us about that sports section for the guys listening who want to tune in to just kind of hang out with that. Okay, well, sports is my passion, and um, initially when I first considered doing talk radio, it was strictly going to be a sports show because that's what I know best, uh, mainly football. But um, there is a sports show called Zone Coverage that I do. It's something that kind of falls under the umbrella of the Talk to Radio Show. Um, and it's something that I, uh, during football season, is something that airs every week. And we discuss uh, upcoming games. We break down the previous games. And it's a lot of fun because the show is completely uncensored. So it's not like the talking heads you see on ESPN who are basically repeating the same thing for 24 hours. You have guys who sat on the couch all weekend, watched the game, and they just give their unfiltered opinions about what they saw. We don't have any loyalty to any players, to any sponsors, or anything like that. We just give it to you raw and how we, you know, saw it for ourselves. And that's what makes it really enjoyable 
So, you know, during football season, I do zone coverage every week. In the off season, um, it's usually like maybe a couple of times a month. But uh, have a good time and enjoy just, just talking sports, mainly football and boxing. Those are kind of like my two wheelhouse sports right now. Okay. And I was just saying today, and I know you saw it on my Facebook, that I just watched a documentary called Champs. And it's about boxing, right. of course, and about, uh, I think it's Mike Tyson who produced it, and he's on there as well. Evander Holyfield and, oh, what was the other guy? Uh, um, Bernard Hopkins. Thank you. Hopkins. And it was really, really good. It, 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 of course, talks about boxing, but it also brought up some really interesting points about um, poverty and how boxing, people who choose boxing, plays a part in, in coming up from poverty as opposed to being rich you don't see rich people boxing and i thought that was kind of an interesting point that i never That's thought true. about yeah so don't that, that was hit. a good one yeah all right and i'm so, surprised i never heard of that prior to um you posting it i have to go well, watch it, it just came out it just came out it's, okay. i think it, it just came out like this year so and it just came on to netflix so i think it's um kind of i think it's centered into netflix so it may not have been out and i just saw it because i was on netflix <laughs> I was like, okay, this is check interesting. Check it out. Yeah. All right, so where do you see this show going? Where, what is your dream or hope that this show can go? And let's um, shoot, for the, shoot for the pillars, as they say. Oh, boy. Um, I guess if I just had my way, uh, XM radio, like satellite radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would be great. Because terrestrial radio, I, if, I, if I'm on... AM or FM, then you have to deal with with um, censorship. And you know, my show is not censored. I, I want to be able to talk about any and everything, and I want my callers to be able to express themselves freely, which we do. Um, so I think satellite radio would be the perfect spot for the Talk to Q radio show to land if I were to have my way. Yeah, yeah. See, you guys, you got to call in, you got to tune in. So he can get more and more listeners, so he can move yes. up and up, and so more people can hear him. And that's how you get syndicated by. Um, and iHeartRadio also offers that syndication. Um, That'd be cool too. Yeah, you gotta have uh, quite a few listeners um, to get there. So you know, you gotta push it. You gotta tune in. So when can people tune in to the Talk to Q radio show? Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Pacific. Okay, so Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And I know your um, schedule changes throughout the year because of uh, sports and different things that are happening. Yes, yes. Um, every now and then I have to make adjustments due to, you know, sometimes life happens. And then other times um, there's a sporting event that may fall on a Tuesday like the NBA Finals. So I may alternate and put the show on a Monday instead. But if you go to talktheq.com, there is a calendar. And you can look at the calendar to see when um, the upcoming shows are, are available and um, the topics. And I, I, was, I want to ask you a question that I find interesting. You mentioned uh, the NBA uh, draft. Why doesn't anybody ever watch the NFL draft? <laughs> um. The NFL draft is fairly popular, and it's they moved it to prime time on Thursday nights over the last couple of years, and mm -hmm. that's really helped with the ratings. But it's so long, and I think that's why a lot of people can only stomach it for you know for so much. You have to be a diehard fan 
to watch all of the draft. It's not for a casual person. Um, so, but I think it helps that it's on primetime Thursday nights. A lot of people like seeing the first round um, Thursday nights primetime. Yeah, I saw the movie called uh, The Draft. Did you see that with Kevin Costner? And I only saw some of it, and it and it was so just over the top and unrealistic that I couldn't really <laughs> watch all of it. See, I mean, people the like way me, they, we looked at it and go, "Oh, that was kind of interesting." <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way they were negotiating and stuff—that stuff doesn't happen like that. Okay, all right. Sorry, sorry, Kevin. It doesn't happen like yeah. that. But I mean, cause I'll be honest with. You. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I, I, I plan on watching all of it, but I'll be honest with you, I pretty much despise all sports movies. Okay, they, like any given they, Sunday, they you didn't so like that unrealistic. Either. That was so unreal. How can every hit be the most devastating hit in your life? And, um, yeah. I mean, but, uh, I mean, the program was really good. Any given Sunday wasn't bad. I mean, I don't think it was far off. It was just a little bit too, just a little bit oh. too superhero-ish, I guess. Yeah. Well, we, um... We know you're a guy, so we want to talk um, yes. a little bit about relationships. <laughs> and since we have a guy on the line, and you are, of course, a radio host, so I know you have a lot to say about different things. First of all, ladies, we want to know, are you single? And yes, I am single. Okay. I am, um, mm-hmm. and single so- like a slice of Elvita. <laughs> so you're imitation cheese, huh? Okay. That says a lot. <laughs> Bad example. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now, are you on the dating scene, or or not? And yeah, I'm looking to date. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not turning anything down at this moment, other than my collar. <laughs> okay. Now, what have you found in this day and age? the hardest part of, of dating as an adult and we're not talking about the 20 year olds because we are of a, of a right. certain age so right. we're grown grown ass people here so exactly. what do you find to be the, the most difficult part or challenging rather part of dating nowadays um, well I'm 43 years old and um, the difficult part about dating now is that you know, we kind of came in late on the digital age. Um, okay. The digital age kind of started when we were in our 20s, you know, when guys like me were in our 20s. And so back then, we were still kind of like having to walk up and actually talk to women. Right. Okay? And people, that. Yeah. <laughs> right. And people actually were able to get to know each other. All right. So now um, we're in a time where we have social media and a lot of interaction is done exclusively there and people my age don't necessarily know how to balance the old and the new and we're kind of stuck in the middle now me personally I still prefer the old old approach to things but as far as meeting women I have a hard time finding someone who knows how to balance the old and the new it's like social media is so new um, to us compared to what we used to have that we don't really know how to embrace it and how to use it effectively um it kind of goes to our head so to speak in a lot of cases because you know there are a lot of people out there who just want likes (laughs) 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, I'm not naming any names. Me. But, um, <laughs> I just want, I just want likes. Um, I'm, I'm just a virtual friend. <laughs> Sorry, no, but guys. serious. I mean, there's some people who, who actually, um, they want to dive into that digital age and the social media, but they still kind of, um, they just don't necessarily, I guess they just don't necessarily fit in. Like me, I don't quite fit in with everything in social media because, I mean, I'm not putting all my business out there and everything I'm doing and everywhere I'm going and things right. of that nature. So, I mean, I'm kind of just standoffish with some of the personal things when it comes to social media, which kind of keeps me from fitting in with some of the women who have just dived into it completely. Well, you are in your 40s, your early 40s, and you're a guy, so therefore, you probably date women who are in their late 20s, or maybe early 30s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually prefer women my age. Okay. Uh, at one point, at one point, I said, and, and let me also clarify, I kind of got thrusted back into the dating game. Um, I was married for 10 years. And my wife, unfortunately, passed away from breast cancer in 2012. And so I found myself back in the dating game, you know, a decade removed from how things used to be. And uh, so as far as the women I prefer, I would love to have someone within five years of my age. But I have dated as young as, um, let's see, last year when I was 42, I dated someone who was 32. Okay, well, that's not bad. But I don't really think I want to go lower than that if I can help it. So no 20s, huh? Uh, nah, they kind of scare me. And it's no offense to those <laughs> 20-somethings out there listening. I mean, there's an exception to every rule. I'm sure there's some very mature 20-somethings out there. But, uh, nah, I don't know. I'm just, uh-uh. I mean, back in the day, the only thing you had to worry about was somebody um, maybe getting upset with you and keying your car or something. But now they'll put all kinds of stuff on social media and have you losing your job so <laughs> well that's true so what type of a female for q would you love to, to meet what would be your ideal woman uh, you talking physically or personality or... well whatever ideal means to you <laughs> <laughs> i love femininity i love someone who's the opposite of me, right? I, I, I like women who don't mind wearing heels, who don't mind wearing, you know, skirts or dresses or something. Uh, I'm not saying that that has to be 24 seven or anything, but someone who enjoys dressing up, okay? Um, I'm really big on grammar. Oh, if, if, if they talk like an extra from 12 Years a Slave, that's just a problem. That's just a problem. <laughs> Okay, no racism there. <laughs> <laughs> so, grammar is very important to me. And someone who can appreciate family. Um, okay. I don't have any kids, but I don't mind kids. I have two guy kids who are 8 and 12, and they mean the world to me. I've dated women with kids before, and I, I mean, I, I like kids. But um, someone who, you know, is really, like, close to family and then someone who's versatile when it comes to conversation because I mean I have a talk show so I like to talk and I like to learn and absorb so you have to be able to have a decent conversation about multiple things I'm not an expert in anything but I know a lot about a lot of different things 
Well, you know, um, you are of that age where, and like I said before, and I wasn't kidding, uh, a lot of men do date in into the 20s and 30s. So even though you don't have kids, you can still, you know, find a woman in their 30s who still want to have kids. And nowadays, even 40s, there's some women who are still having children. Do you want to have any any children? Do you do you foresee children and marriage again? Uh, you know, if you would have asked me that this time last year, I would have mm-hmm. told you, heck no, on the children. Now, my, my tone has kind of changed, to be honest with you. I'm perfectly fine with not, if, if I don't have any kids. I am perfectly fine. But if it were to happen, I would really embrace it. I really would. I'm, I have no fears of being a, a father. Um, and I honestly think that I would be a good father. So as far as marriage, absolutely, I want to be married married again. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah, that's kind of who I am. I'm not really, I, I'm done with all the running around and playing and stuff. I mean, I stopped that stuff when I got married the first time. I'm, I'm, I want to be a family man. Well, that is wonderful. All right, girls. Q wants to be a family man, and you don't have to be 22. So that's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Well, uh, first of all, thank you so much, Q, for um, coming onto the show and being a part of the spotlight. And once again, for our audience, and we, uh, we want our listeners to check out uh, Talk to Q radio show and he does not um, he, we, our shows don't come on at the same time so you can listen to both so it's okay guys you can go and listen to him as well and uh, this is um, <laughs> Blog Talk Radio it's, we all have the podcast and you can check it out if you miss it so tell us again Q when we, can we find you and where on the internet can they um, go and check out your work and your blog you can find me at TalkToQ.com, um, and the show airs uh, again on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and we have a lot of fun. Call in. Maybe you want to listen the first couple of times. You can listen via phone at 347-202-0215, and you don't have to say anything. You can just kind of check things out, or you can listen from the address that I gave you. And um, just take a sample and see if it's something you want to do, and I guarantee you over time, you're going to want to chime in because someone's going to say something that's going to piss you off and you're going to want to chime in. As for the blog, that's over at thankyou.me. Um, I've been blogging for, I think it's going to be five years and a couple of weeks, and I'm approaching 1 million hits. So help me get to 1 million and see what the other, at this moment, 925,000 people um, read and enjoyed about the blog. All right, and where can we find you on Facebook? Facebook. Um, you can friend me on Facebook. I am under Thank Q, and that's T-H-A-N-K space Q-U-E. Um, and I also have the Talk to Q radio show fan page, which you can search for on Facebook. And like that, please. I appreciate any type of support that I can receive. I'm on Twitter at Talk to Q, and that's Talk to number two, Q. I'm on Instagram at Talk to Q. So basically anywhere there's social media, I'm there. All right. And also on Facebook, you have a really cool group. Is that the same as your um, fan page? No, actually, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Thank you, Crystal. Mm -hmm. There is a group on Facebook. You can search for T2Q. 
and you can get um, some of the same conversations that we have on the air in most cases. And a matter of fact, you actually get a lot more because T2Q is going all day long. I'm usually throwing out three or four topics on a daily basis and people are commenting in the group. The group is secret, so you don't have to worry about anyone seeing what you're saying. So you can be completely unfiltered if you wish. Get it off your chest. That's the place to do it. So search for T2Q on Facebook. Join the group. It's invite only. And have a lot of fun with us. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, Q, again, for coming on to the Spotlight. And we love that our Spotlight shined on you this week. And remember, guys, that um, you can go to thecrystalshow.com and check out the other people who are on the Spotlight and how the Spotlight has shined on them. But thank you so much. And you have a wonderful show. And we can't wait to listen. Thank you, and I appreciate you having me on again. I think it's great what you're doing, uh, spotlighting people and giving them an opportunity to reach, uh, you know, new listeners or clients or whatever it is that they may uh, be searching for. And um, it's a really great thing that you're doing. I enjoy your show, and I'll always be a fan. Thank you, Q. All right. See you next time, guys. All right. That was Quincy from Talk to Q Radio Show. You can find him at TalkToQ.com. That's TalkToQ. That's T-A-L-K, the number two, Q.com. You can also find his blog at ThankQ.me. That's Thank and the letter Q dot me. Find him on Twitter at TalkToQ. That's T-A-L-K the number two and the letter Q, and like him on Facebook at thank.q.1. That's T-H-A-N-K dot Q-U-E dot one. Thanks, guys, for listening to The Spotlight. And let's play a little bit of Q's favorite song right now, and that speaks to him, which is The Weeknd's Earned It, from the soundtrack of... Fifty Shades of Grey. You make it look like it's magic Cause I see nobody, nobody but you, you, you I'm never confused Hey, hey and I'm so used to being used So I love when you're all unexpected Cause I hate when the moon is expected So I'm a care for you, you, you I'm a care for you Don't pay it, don't pay it no more 
mind, but we live in our lives. Hey, hey, you're my favorite kind of night. So I love when you're cold and excited. Cause I hate when the moon is expected. So I'm a care for you, you, you. I'm a care for you, you, you. Crystal Show was created, written, and hosted by Crystal Hickerson. It is produced and co-hosted by Andre Saunders. The Crystal Show is owned and operated by Trinity Productions. For more information on the show, please visit thecrystalshow.com. Thank you for listening.